On 106 FM, DAB and online, this is Jack FM. Good morning, Joe. Hello. Hi. I Sorry. Mm. Yeah? Hello. I mm-hmm. came in a little bit... I, I was cutting it fine today. I came in at 10-2, which noticed. is the latest. Don't worry, I was in the car watching the trailer for the new Ant-Man movie. Oh, okay. I like to... I like to sometimes... I'm eating some uh, minstrels. I like sometimes... <laughs> To get here and just sit in the car and, and put off... Coming in. Put off the inevitable... Am I that bad? It's not you, Joe. What were, what nicknames did you have at school? Um, Joe Man. Huh? Joe Man. What's when, that? I don't know. Joe Man. Joe Man. Okay, yeah. yeah. When, I, when, I was, when I was a bit older, people used to make things with my surname that I probably... I can't say all of them on the radio. Well, you know you, can't, like, say, you can't say them on the internet as well, I, some of them. Okay. Well, I can say Tinkerbell and Winterbell. Okay. But there's some other ones that I'll tell you off air. I, I, I think I've got it. Let's, let's, let's end Using this. Using the end of... The yeah, let's end this now. Yeah. And um, uh, my, I, can't, I was trying to remember my nicknames. My real last name is Rugby. So I used to be called Ruggers, which is rubbish. Yeah. I used to be called Crazy Legs Crane because I have these weird bandy legs. They don't go straight. They bend out. And when I run, they would kind of flap out to the side <laughs> like helicopters. Um, uh, and I can't think of what else. We'll, we'll do that today. 8-1, probably not worth a phone in, but you can text in 814-00. Start your text with the word Jack. Nicknames. What were your nicknames at school? Please. Um, I went to, I had my cleaner around yesterday, so I had a little doze in one of my boys' bedrooms, five o'clock, five till 7.15, I woke up, fed the cats, back in my bed by half past seven, I was out by eight. And that was it? You stayed asleep? Stayed asleep. Wow. I am still shattered. Mm. What the hell? This is the thing I think about doing this shift. You can never catch up. On sleep? You can never catch up on sleep. Do you not know. feel it? You're young. You're significantly younger. Mm. Do you? Are you okay? Are you? When I go on holiday, yeah, I I've caught up. Okay, All I right. have lions, and I don't go to bed that late on holiday anymore. To, yeah. be, honest, to be honest, yeah. Oh man, there's got to be a way around it. We'll talk sex injuries later on. There's okay. a, there's a lit. <laughs> oh, have you got experience? No, no. I thought okay. you just meant we're going to share stories, but oh, you're no. g- we're, we're reading them from the paper. Okay, good. <laughs> we're reading. <laughs> <laughs> and there'll be no eye contact while we're doing okay. it. Well, saying this when I'm having sex, right? We're going to do that, and we're going to talk about Johnny Rotten's uh, John Lydon's Eurovision song entry. Joe, I'll speak to you later on. Thank you very much. Eight one four double O. Start your text with the word Jack. Nicknames, players, sex injuries. If you want to go there, there's a list in one of the papers today. Can you guess which one? Of uh, people have injured themselves in the bedroom. There's a few stories about people uh, having it, so we'll do the best we can to keep it as child friendly as possible. Oh, and in a bit, I'm going to play John Lydon, Public Image Limited, released a new song that they want to be the Irish entry. For Eurovision, we're going to play it, and we're going to play a little game called Yes Word or S Word. Ian Lee's rude awakening is fortified with vitamins and iron. Potentially. 106 Jack FM.
Rude Awakening on Jack FM. Plenty of waffle, but very little syrup.
Morning, dear listener. Take note of the phone number. 01865575106. You can call in um, about anything you want to call in about. I, I put that out there. You you tend and I drop the invitation in your lap. You tend to ignore it or chuck it on the fire. That is absolutely fine. However, you will need the number for, I reckon, um, we'll do it. We'll do it after 8 o'clock. The yes word or the S word, if you'll be so bold. John Lydon, formerly Johnny Rotten, has um, written and recorded a song that he wants to be the Irish entry for Eurovision. Uh, what do you, I'll, I'll play it, and I want to know what you reckon. You phone up during the song, you say yes word or S word. Don't actually say the S word, you just say S word, and we find out whether it is going to be a success. Oh one eight six five five seven five one zero six. It's quarter past seven. Um, what day is? Oh, it's only Tuesday. Ian Lee's rude awakening is here. All other breakfast shows are toast. One zero six. Jack FM. Tank fly, boss walk, jam, nitty gritty. You're listening to the boy from the big bad city. This is jam high. This is jam high.
<laughs> Hazel says, my neighbour Graham once got a splinter off of a rounder's bat. We're talking about injuries you've acquired during sex, and I don't quite know how that fit. Oh, no, I get it. I get it. We'll do this phoning, but we'll do it delicately. There's a list in the uh, Daily Star, Britain's greatest newspaper, of uh, the most popular injuries... Uh, to receive whilst making love. Tank fly, boss, walk, jam, nitty gritty. You're listening to the boy from the big bad city. This is Jam High. They do not include the shame uh, that your ego endures. Uh, 01865575106 or you can text in 81400. Start your text with the word Jack. We're doing that. We're doing nicknames you had at school. We're doing anything you want, really. It's Tuesday. It's flipping cold, and it's flipping wet, and I am still bunged up. I had something over Christmas, in between Christmas and New Year. I want to say it was COVID, but I tested negative. But my sweet Lord, it gave me a wawa. It was awful. If it wasn't COVID, it was the flu. And I still have... Some kind of uh, residue, and I'm completely bunged up. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, caller. Good morning, Ian. Uh, Harrison here. Hello, Harrison. Nice to uh, hang on. Hello, Harrison. Nice to talk to you. How can I help you? Um, we had a geography teacher at school who um, he was also in charge of lost property. Okay. And uh, if if you ever lost an item of clothing. Um, and you didn't claim it within a week, he'd start wearing it to lessons. What? Um, so, so his nickname was Stig of the Dump. Um, and he had his own <laughs> feet tune as well. Um, it was uh, anything you've lost, Stig's got it. Anything you need, Stig's got it. Anything at all, Stig's got it. Stig's got it. Maybe. Hang on, was he was he tiny then? If he could fit into school children's clothes, he was, yeah, he was, yeah. Okay, okay. Come on, mate. All right, well, thank you very much for that, Harrison. All the best. Take care. Bye bye. There we go. Nicknames for teachers. Nicknames for teachers. I'll take as well. Oh, that's tickle my pickle. That has. I am a big, big fan of Cannon and Ball, right? I think they're better than Morecambe and Wise. I have come to the conclusion that Morecambe and Wise are not very funny. Very, very hit and miss. More misses than hits. I think Cannon and Ball, had they not been on ITV, would be afforded way more respect than Morecambe and Wise. I've been lucky enough to meet Tommy a few times. Never met Bobby, but I met Tommy a few times. Had a few very lovely chats with him, both on and off air. And it, it's looking like he's going to be doing a live tour. Hey, why don't you do us a favour? Tweet him. Tweet at the Tommy Cannon. Tell him I'm talking about him and just send him his love. We should send our love to these um, heritage artists you know, before they die? Tell them you like them, you know, before they die. 
at the Tommy Cannon. Just say, Tom, Ian's talking about you and we think you're great. Anyway, he's tweeted a little clip. The audio isn't great. Deal with it. He's tweeted a little clip of him finishing one of his live shows and uh, have a this is beautiful I clicked the wrong button. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. that brilliant i'm going to retweet that uh tweet at the tommy cannon tell him you love him we should take our time all of these heritage you don't know what's going to happen i got a friend who's very very seriously ill very seriously ill and it came from nowhere you've got to tell these people that you love them while they're alive no point in doing it when they're dead no point in having a little memorial nice little gofundme for a statue no point in having a, a, a sh- putting on a show for them when they're dead. Do it for them when they're alive. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening on Jack FM. Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. Smooth as. Um, morning, Joe. It's... Uh, uh, I can't speak this morning. I think it might be start. I think it might be starting. I think the old age decline... <laughs> Might be might be beginning today. I'm I in. Um, it's a big birthday this year, isn't it? Oh man! In six January, February, March, April, May, June. In f- January to February, February to March, March to April, April to May, May. To, hang on a minute. My birthday's in June, so that's yeah. six months away. Five months. But how is it five months away? Six months is the sixth month, and we're in the first month. So it should be six months. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to fight it. No, uh, uh, neither am I. I've, I'm laying down <laughs> and accepting it. Uh, 50 this year, um, and that that actually is um, is cool. I think I'm a I think I'm a hot 50 year old. I think I'm hot. Got the I'm rocking the dad bod, which apparently is peng these days. Peng. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean. I thought you were leaving a gap there for me to comment. I wouldn't. I wouldn't ask you. I okay. would not. I would not ask you to comment on how hot i am because that was completely inappropriate <laughs> in 2023 completely inappropriate right here we go if you've got kids um fingers and ears or get ready for some quick explanations kinky brits kinky brits <laughs> kinky, 
Kinky Brits are being blighted in the bedroom by sex injuries. From bruises to broken... My God, broke... How would you snap that? Willies. How would you... I can only imagine. 42% of us have experienced mishaps while rom- romping. <laughs> Says sexual wellness retailer... Love, honey. Oh, there we go. They're not sexual wellness. No. It's not wellness they're selling. Mm-mm. It's all kinds of weird things. I'm being so careful. If this was a nighttime show, I'd be reading this straight. Um, bruising affected 33% of those with an injury. 31% carpet burns. <laughs> and this one's not very nice. Urinary tract inf- infections, 29%. Oh. The more adventurous were hurt during sessions. Sessions. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> right. We're going to have a session tonight or a romp. Tonight we're going to romp. Um, the most adventurous set were hurt during sessions in the shower, aeroplane toilets. Oh, my God, Joe. What? The workplace. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, mate. That is not right, is it? I mean, uh, interesting. Depends what job you do. You're probably not going to get an in- injury in the office. But maybe if you're a builder? I don't a, know. A builder? Oh, if you're on a building site or something. You could, What? I How? Know, I'm just thinking of what kind of job well, you might do where you could get an injury. I suppose you always have to have a hard hat. Now, sexologist... <laughs> sexologist... I love that title. Sexologist Chantel Otten said, Hickey's... Spanking, rough sex are the most common culprits of bruising. Oh well, yeah. Ever hickeys used to be cool though, right? I only ever had one. We oh. used to. I mean, they're lo- they're still love bites to me. I'm English. Uh, I only ever had one. Did you put toothpaste on it? Toothpaste was supposed to get rid of it. Uh, no, I don't think so. I wore them with pride. Whoa! <laughs> really? Yeah, I didn't care. Uh, I had one once, and my mum told me off, and I was trying to hide it with a roll neck sweater and you know she we're driving i was driving and we were chatting and she said by the way i don't want any more of those <laughs> oh my god okay I, I i hesitate to ask you have you got ha, ever had any injuries um yeah maybe anything you want to share or is it um too, too personal? well i'm surprised it's not on your list really okay but you know when like you've been cooking dinner yeah. And you've been chopping chilies. Yeah. And someone maybe hasn't like thoroughly oh. washed their hands. Ay 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 Okay, say no more. You know, there's an inj- that's an injury, right? Oh, the the chili sting wowzers. <laughs> uh let's text these in 81400. Start your text with the word Jack. We'll tread very very carefully. The weirdest thing that happened to me is an egg fell on my back. Um <laughs> Yeah. Like a raw egg. Uh, yeah. I was. I lived in a loft room, so I had a slanted uh, ceiling, and there was a Velux window yeah. above the bed. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, so at one point, a minute, and um, then an egg 
Well, like someone threw an egg through your window. I think it was the guy next door threw an egg <laughs> through the window and it landed and smashed on my back. Do you reckon it was like a shut up? I think it was. The guy next door was a weirdo. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it was shut up. That's shut up. Bizarre. I was just assuming you were going to tell me you're in the kitchen. No, 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 no. That's unhygienic. The bedroom. That's it. Nowhere else. Fair enough. Thank you very much, Joe. Oh one eight six five five seven five one zero six. We're getting texts in already. I ain't reading those ones out. They're vulgar. 7.37, Ian Lee's Rude Awakening on Jack FM. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening. Wake up and smell the cup of tea or something. 106 Jack FM.
Ian Lee's Rude Awakening on Jack FM. It's what's known in the trade as a breakfast show, but we traded it for these magic beans. David Beaumont um, in his uh, hotel room. I thought that was going to stop then, that's fine. Interviewed him in his hotel room. And I love David Byrne, but I've never met anybody who was so unbothered about the interview than him. 
Uh, Norman says, I once pulled a calf muscle standing with a tall lady. So I'm having to uh, edit these. I'm having to edit these, otherwise I would lose my job instantly. Hang on a minute, I don't need to edit them in that case, do I? Ian Lee's Rude. Oh, sorry. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening. 106 Jack FM. to drink away their gloom He sat me down and so began The story of a charmless man Educated the expensive way He knows his Clara from his Beaujolais I think he'd like to have been running cry But then nature didn't make him that way Okay, injuries whilst um, uh, whilst um, while while doing it, yeah. Complain about that. Someone, go and complain to the boss. Go and complain to Ofcom. We're doing injuries. You get whilst doing it. Complain about that. You absolute melts. Um, 
Jordan says, I once discovered using my lips a patch of skin of my girlfriend that was covered in deep heat. Oh, no, that's not from Jordan. <laughs> they say, I ended up with bright red duck lips like Jordan. Okay. Wowzers. 81400, start your text with the word Jack. Don't forget as well, if you're on Twitter, go and tweet at the Tommy Cannon and just tell him how much you love him. Let's let's celebrate these people. These What do you mean, these people? Let's celebrate people like this whilst they are still alive. Go to at the Tommy Cannon, tell him I'm talking about him and how fab you think he is. Now, I'm old enough to remember BBC Breakfast Time when it started 40 years ago. It's the 40th anniversary today, I think. I'm not totally sure. And I remember it because we did get this. We didn't used to have breakfast TV. The only breakfast entertainment was uh, Radio 1 or Radio 2. So you had Terry Wogan. Who would have been... Who was the Radio 1 breakfast show 40 years ago? Let me have a look. Radio 1 breakfast show 1983. Hold the line, please call. I don't know how... There we go. Radio 1 Breakfast Show. Mike Reed. Oh, no. No. Hang on. Should we have a little... So we see if we can find some? Hang on. I'm trying to find some Mike Reed Radio 1 Breakfast Show. Let's see if we can find some. No, there isn't any... Mike, uh, there is, there's got to be some of him on here. Because he was he was awful. The, the, I can't find anything. This is the only thing I can find from Mike Reed 40 years ago on The Breakfast Show. That's it. That's all I got. Mike Reed, 275 and 281. Mike Reed, Mike Reed, National Radio 1. That's all we can find. Trust me, he was awful. As a breakfast show host, he was one of the worst. So, when BBC Breakfast Time came, it was like, oh, we can watch telly at breakfast time. And they got him before TVAM by about six months, I seem to remember. Um, uh, it's 40 years old. Nick Ross has admitted BBC Breakfast was a fairly sexist place to work during the 1980s. The 75-year-old, who was the show's original presenter and worked alongside Selena Scott, said, as a rule, if a woman was there, it was because it was thought she was there because she was good-looking. If a bloke was there, he was perceived to be there because he was a good journalist. And they do have the original lineup, And it is unattractive men and hot women. You've got Francis Wilson, Nick Ross, David Icke, Frank Boff, and Russell Grant as the men. And the women, there's, there's three to four, that's not bad. Uh, Jane Pauley, don't remember that name. Debbie, Debbie Ricks, oh my God, and Selena Scott. I remember Debbie Ricks. I remember Debbie Ricks. You remember Debbie Ricks? Um, okay, all right. So, uh, have you ever been, I don't, I'm trying to think if I've ever been sacked from a job. Oh, sacked. Oh, no, I was sacked. I was sacked kind of from BBC Three Counties Radio when I had an argument with an extreme right-wing Christian and I called them homophobes. 
and uh, they launched a campaign to get me sacked. And who was the boss of the BBC at the time? That big wet drip, Tony Hall. Uh, Tony Tony Hall. It went up to Tony Hall, and they gave me an ultimatum. They said you can either leave now, and we'll pay out the rest of your contract, which is about six months, five months, or you can stay. But we're going to get an external producer to come in, and we're going to make your life so difficult that if you slip up once, you're going to get the sack. So not really quite a sacking. It's not quite a sacking, yeah. is it? They gave me a sort of choice. Mm. So I'm trying to think if I've ever been sacked. I, I like to joke that I'm the most sacked man on British radio, but I've never been sacked mm. from a radio job because that's not how it works. Yeah. You just don't get your contract renewed, which is not a sacking. So... I don't think I've ever been sacked, if we're not including the BBC, I've never been sacked from a radio show. Never so been. we need to change that claim then? I think I can... I the think man I who's can. almost been sacked so many times. I think I can get myself sacked quite easily here, you know. <laughs> um, there's a story... Have you ever been sacked from anything? What do you think? No, of course not. No, You're a bum lick. I've never <laughs> met such lick. a massive bum lick. That's <laughs> <laughs> you, Joe Summerbell. It's outrageous. Uh, have you ever... Like, got angry at work. Um, You're very, very chilled. I'm not, not visibly. Things will annoy me. But okay. I'll, I'll keep it, you know, simmered. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, there's a guy here who got sacked in B&Q. I like people who are getting sacked and, and going out in style. A B&Q, I mean, this will ruin his career for the rest of his life. A B&Q worker launched into a foul-mouthed rant at bosses over the store microphone moments after being sacked. Customers stopped in their tracks as absolute legend Adam Powis bellowed his expletive-riddled revenge message over the PA. Uh, He filmed the moment, he turned the air blue before sharing it on TikTok. His account has now been suspended. Uh, Here we go. He told shoppers in Western Supermare... So this is it. This is the statement. Uh, This is a customer announcement. I just got sacked and B&Q RCs. F everyone. Have a nice day. <laughs> um, I, I, I love that. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. I quite like that. I think that's. I think that's hilarious. Um, Good on him. And that's why radio presenters never know, almost never know when their last show is. Yeah. You never get told, right? This is your last week. Enjoy it. You. It's always you come out of the studio and you're told, well, that was your last show. Thanks very much, because. They're, the bosses are worried that you'd come in and go, F everybody here, and, you know, do all yeah. that. There are, I know, two examples of where that has happened. Mm. One was Danny Baker. Did you ever hear Danny Baker getting the boot from BBC London? I don't know if I did, no. Oh, it was awful. I love Danny Baker. He's, I think he's so good. But his, he found out it was his last show just as he was going in, and he did a two-hour rant slagging off the bosses, slagging off Everybody that worked in the office, calling them drones. It was, oh, it was awful. I'm not going to play it, but if you want to find it, it's on YouTube. Go and listen to that. And there was a woman, and I can't remember her name, but she got drunk. (laughs) BBC presenter, she got drunk. Well, this is my last show. Oh, God. And I'm going to go out in style. (laughs) See, I think a funnier thing to do would be to just be normal on the show, but like change everything in the system so that... We only play, like, S Club 7 all day. Yeah, sabotage. Yeah. On my last day here, and there will be a last day here, I'm, I'm going to play... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not, because I won't know it's my last day, yeah. but if I did, 
no, it was my life. If the bosses said, right, tomorrow's your last day. I'm coming in. I'm playing the Beatles. I'd go out. I'd go out nicely. I'm not going to rant about anything. Why would I rant about this place? I've fed my kids for six, seven months. However, I would go out and play my own music. That's, that's quite nice. I was reminded, I think I might have played this before. This is a South African news bulletin um, about a guy quitting his job because he's won the lottery. I think I've played this before, but it's always worth a listen. Here we mm-hmm. go. Now, after being told that he won the lottery jackpot, a Western Cape man peed all over the office floor of his boss of over 23 years and proceeded to take a dump on his boss's office desk. Right, so that... God. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's classy, right? Right. Yeah, sure. Listen, it goes on, though. Now, after being told that he won the lottery jackpot, a Western Cape man peed all over the office floor of his <laughs> boss of over 23 years and proceeded to take a dump on his boss's dump. office desk before quitting his job on Friday morning. Now, when he went to go claim his winnings this morning, he found that he had never won anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time he's read the script, isn't it? It's be. <laughs> he snorted. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> Oh, well, the 42-year-old man who is now unemployed (laughs) now faces charges of vandalism and other related criminal charges. (laughs) Well, they say what goes around. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) 0186, thank thank you very much, Joe. 0186-575-106. You're quitting your job stories. You're getting fired from your job stories. Injuries whilst having it away. And anything else you fancy. This is Ian Lee's Rude Awakening, Jack FM. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening on Jack FM. If this doesn't wake you up, we can't help you.
Ian Lee's Rude Awakening. Terms and conditions apply. Jack FM can't guarantee it'll be rude at all times or awakening. Rude Awakening is one of your five a day. 
It's also the other four of your five a day. 106 Jack FM. Joe for letting me use her almond milk. <laughs> There's no milk in the fridge. I had to use almond milk. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to sound ungrateful, but it's not a great taste. But thank you. 01865575106 is the phone number. You can text 81400. Start your text with the word Jack. Injuries in the bedroom. Your nicknames. <laughs> and uh, stories about getting fired or quitting your job. Um, here's uh, Anonymous. I worked for a company. Let's get, some, um, let's get some appropriate music. I worked for a company for 15 years. After I returned from second maternity, they were not great. So I decided to leave. At the time... My father-in-law was in intensive care 
following a traumatic head injury. Having been at the company for so long, I was a bit emotional handing in my notice. <clears throat> As I did, my boss said, Ah, I was hoping that because of the tears, it was to do with your father-in-law, that something had happened to him, not this. Tears stopped instantly, father-in-law is fine. Some bosses really can be... I know a friend who... Um, left their job at a radio station to go to um, a much bigger organisation. And the boss, you know, as was, as is the custom, did a little speech um, in front of all the staff saying, well, this person, Steve, is leaving here and he's totally ruined his career and you'll never hear from him again. <laughs> There's a boss at LBC. Ring any bells for anybody? That guy was not a pleasant guy by any stretch of the imagination. What a horrible thing to say. It's interesting. I've only ever l- left... I think I've only ever quit one job, and that was the 11 o'clock show, and I did it in really, really bad circumstances. I did it... I did it less than a week before a series started. That was an awful mistake. It cost me a lot of money and kind of sealed the fate of my TV career. In this industry, you don't quit because you never know when the next job is going to come along, if at all. I'm old now. I'm 50 in five months. Five months. Flipping heck. 50 in five months. Flipping heck. I was 24 a minute ago. My oldest is going to be 13 in three days. I should really get him a card, shouldn't I? How's life going for you at the moment? It's a bit weird for me at the moment, if I'm honest. It's a bit weird. Um, so many. This is going to be a huge year for me, 2023. And um, I'm, I'm kind of just at the moment, it's like I'm on a lilo in the sea. And I'm just kind of content to lie on the lilo. Hang on a minute. Is that why they're called lilos? Because you lie low. Have I just stumbled on something really obvious and really stupid? Why are lilos called lilos? That, it's because you lie low, right? Anyway, I feel like I'm on a lilo in the middle of the ocean, just bobbing up and down um, and, and not quite ready to get my hands in the water and to start paddling towards a destination. Yeah, but even as I approach 50, I'd love... <laughs> I wish my mum were well enough for me to phone her up and go, Mum, what do I do? And for her to tell me. That would be that would be the thing. Right, after half past eight, we're going to play the new John Lydon song that he wants to be the Irish entry for the Eurovision Song Contest. Um, and we're going to play a little game called Yes Word or S Word, where you phone up during the song and you say, Yes Word... Or S word. Is it any good? Or is it a load of old guff? We'll play it in a bit. This is Jack FM. It sounded um, like you said Graham wet. I might have done, yeah. Graham. Oh, Graham. Graham wet. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Front page of the Star, which is Britain's second greatest newspaper. I, I buy the newspapers. Oh, I need to get oh I need to keep the receipts to get the money. That's by the by. I buy the newspapers on the way in. And unfortunately, the petty station where I, I stop does not sell the Daily Sport, oh. which really is 
the greatest newspaper. Once you get past all the boobs and stuff, the stories are insane. They don't do that. But we do get the Daily Star. And the front page of the Star is, Earth faces a terrifying electricity blackout after a humongous solar space burp was detected by boffins. Solar space burp? Yep. Right. You know, um, you know, we you've heard of sun flares, right? Sun flares. Sun flares. And it's mm. where the sun sometimes is a bit more... There'll be like an explosion on the sun. Mm. And the sun will be a bit more powerful and it will push out more electricity. And it messes up um, like TV signals and phone signals and stuff like that. Sun flares. Okay. It's a real thing. It happens. So this is something similar. Earth could soon be in the firing line of a massive solar storm with the power of a billion hydrogen bombs. That's a lot. A huge explosion on the far side of the sun spat out an X-class flare last week, sparking Star Trek-style warnings from astronomers. Um, uh, In the worst-case scenario, we could see major continent-wide power blackouts. Why are we just hearing about it if it happened last week? Well, why is it I, in like the tenth page of the newspaper? I, I skipped a little bit where it said it missed it missed Earth, but it could could have <laughs> another <laughs> another one could hit. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say that sounds like something that should be you know top news. It should be top news, but unfortunately it's not. Joe, thank you very much indeed. We're going to play a new song by Public Image Limited, not your typical Jack FM fare. So um, I like John Lydon. I like him, even though he pretends to support Donald Trump. I like him. I think um, he is a... There's a, a word that's going around at the moment that a lot of people are using. A disruptor. A lot of people calling themselves disruptors. John Lydon has been in the past, probably not now, has been a disruptor. And I like that coming from him. He's got a song out, Public Image Limited. It's a song called Hawaii. And it's a song... And I give you the context because it might change how you vote. It's a song about his wife, who's been like his wife for about 40 years, who's got Alzheimer's, right? And he wants this to be entered... He wants this to be the Irish entry into the Eurovision Song Contest. People going, I can't believe John Lydon's selling out on... Uh, 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 wants to enter the Eurovision. Shut up, let him do what he wants. I need to know, do you think it's any good... Or do you think it's a load of S? So we're going to play Yes Word or S Word. So while the song is playing, you phone up 01-865-575-106. You'll come straight to air. I will say, hello, caller. And you say, Yes Word or S Word. We will tally up the votes. Let me get my pen and paper ready. We will tally up the votes and we will find out if this is going to be successful if it's not 01-865-575-106 is the new public image limited single call in anytime just say yes word or s word maybe you want to pass a little comment as well you're very welcome 01-865-575-106 1865-575-106 Yes word or S word Well hello there Hello 
Hello, caller. Yes word. Yes word. Our first one. Thank you. It's one nil so far. Well, hello there. Oh one eight six five five seven five one zero six. All journeys end. Some begin again. Hello, caller. S word. S word. Oh, you and me. Eight six five five seven five one zero six. Two minutes left. I remember you. Hello, caller. Yes word or S word? Yes word. Is that? Are you saying yes? I certainly am. So here we go. I remember you. Couldn't hear a word he was saying. Yes word. Two one. Two callers there, so stay there, Ben. You go first. It's pleasant until he started singing, so S word. S word. Other caller. Yes word. Yes word. So that's a yes, that's an S. You and me. If I miss your call, call straight back and I'll put you on. Alistair, I missed you. Three yeses, two S's. Yes, Alistair. Yes, word. Yes, word. Mr. Bodell. Absolutely F and S word. Oh, my God. Wow. (laughs) An F and an S. Hello, caller. Yes, word or S word? S word. Thank you very much. It's for all. 30 seconds left. Remember me. I remember you. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's four for the yes. Four for the S, but we did also get an F in there. Here co- oh, here comes the last call. You are the deciding call. Yes word or S word? S word. Thank you very much indeed. It's a resounding 5-4 from uh, you, dear listener. It is the S word. Unlucky John. Like he's going to care what we think. Ian Lee's rude awakening is fortified with vitamins and iron. Potentially. 106 Jack FM.
Ian Lee's Rude Awakening on Jack FM. Plenty of waffle, but very little syrup. It's a resounding S-word for um, John Lydon. It'd be interesting if, if he did the um, Eurovision. That'd be fun, right? I'd have some of that. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening Morning. is here. All other breakfast shows are toast. 106.
Jack Ooh, FM. You know what? I can murder some toast and marmite. Nice bit of uh, granary bread, smothered in butter, bit of marmite on the top. Mwah! Chef's kiss. So, okay, we're talking about um, losing jobs, quitting jobs. We're also talking about sex injuries. Let's do that one first. Uh, Paul Bodell has texted in 81400, starting his text with the word Jack. Intimate injuries. The best I can offer is uh, taking a spasm and cramp in my right calf mid-flow. Had to abort. Oh, the shame. Yeah, I think, I think we've all, I think we've all been uh, there. Spasm, a cramp in the thigh whilst you're. Mm, yeah, I think that's that's fairly common. I've certainly not broken any bones. Not broken any bones. I think I had to stop once because I was going to throw up. Not, you know, not because of the person I was with. I just, there was some kind of bug going on and I think I was going to throw up. I managed to make it to the bathroom, that much I know. And here's one from Dave. I don't know if I believe this, Dave. This is about quitting your job. I am not convinced that I believe this one, Dave. All right? It It doesn't strike me as real, but we'll go with it. A chap at my work was unhappy and decided to leave. On his last day, he went around being rude to everyone, made a big deal of finishing early and built a big fire. He threw his work overalls on the fire and drank a coffee. He went to get changed. (laughs) I don't think this is real. He went to get changed and realised his car key was in his overall pocket. By the time he fished them out of the fire, the key, or as it says here, by the time he fished them out the fire, the key was melted and useless. At 5pm, we all drove off while he waited for his dad to come with a spare key. Sweet. Um, I have been assured on the text that that is a genuine thing that happened. I'm not convinced I buy that one, but, well, you, you know. Uh, stories about quitting jobs, uh, injuries during uh, a bunky bunky. 81400. Start your text with the word Jack. You can call in as well. 01-865-575-106. We'll have a little bit of hurdle in about 10 minutes. If you want to take part in that as well, give me a call and you can stay on the line while we do it. We need some help because I tell you every single time since coming back from Christmas, it, we we have not had a clue. I don't think we've got one yet. Ian Lee's rude awakening every weekday from seven on Jack FM. What a beautiful day.
to be bad When Hepburn said I love you And Flynn said make mine a double jack Was then we planned the revolution To make things better for all time Oh, and Guevara said that's crazy And ordered up a bottle of wine What a beautiful time Ian Lee's rude awakening here every weekday between 7 and 10. So many ways for you to listen. You can download the Jack FM app. You can ask Alexa, Alexa, enable Jack FM skill. You can also listen on DOB if you are in the Oxfordshire area. We'll have some hurdling a bit after the news with Joe. The getting up when the weather's like this. No, it's not easy, right? We, I would suggest, Joe, that you and I probably have it tougher than any other job. Do you think? I think so. I think so. There's a lot of talk recently about nurses and train workers. Teachers. Teachers. You know what? Their job is kind of easier compared to this. We get up. What time do you get up? Quarter past five. Quarter past five, five, four. It's early, right? Well, name, tell me one teacher that gets up earlier than <laughs> 5.15. They don't, right? Um, how long is your working day? About eight hours. Yeah, mine's three. Yeah, tough, tough it's day. It's tough, <laughs> you know? And the teachers, the, and the, I mean, let's talk about the nurses. The nurses, I mean, 
In reality, mm. we all hear about all oh, the same people's lives. Yeah. That's the doctors. The nurses, <laughs> they ain't doing nothing. I know it? what you're doing. You're trying to get sacked for the first time for radio. That's what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Complain to Steve. Come in. We're going to play some hurdle. Okay. Let's, and we're going to do it today. 01865 575 106. If you want to play hurdle with us, um, we have not got. One right. I, I cannot wait for the complaints to come in about that. Oh. I cannot wait. Complain away, guys. I work harder than nurses. You're not even going to backtrack and what? say you were joking. Are no, because I'm not joking. I mean it. <laughs> Seriously, what are they doing? Um, oh one eight six five five seven five one zero six is hurdle. I don't think we've got one of these since we came no. back, have we? Mm-mm. They've been made up bad. Oh no, this is hurdle two thousands. We don't want hurdle two thousands. We want. We want. We don't want that. Hang on. We just want. Maybe we might have been doing Hurdle 2000s. No, but anyway, no. okay. Let's go into Hurdle. So, we're going to play a bit of the song. We're going to try and guess it. If you want to call in, you're very welcome. Here we go. Oh, hang on a minute. Let's, uh, right, here we go. Coldplay. Is it? Yeah. Is it? I believe so. Coldplay. Any idea what song? Viva la Vida, Sparks, The Scientist, Paradise, Fix Paradise. You. Paradise. Wow, if this is right. Hang on a minute. It's, it's all, hang on a minute. This is, uh... Oh, yeah. Joe Summerbell. <laughs> first go. Wow, this is awesome. All right, right, we're going to do... Gotta okay. do another one. We're gonna do one that I'm gonna get. We're gonna do. <laughs> we're gonna do sixties hurdle. Oh come on! We, we at least did one there that we both could have got. I, uh, okay, but we'll do sixties. Then we'll do either nineties to noughties or rock. You want to okay, do noughties? Okay. All right, here's sixties. De- got my mind set. No, it's not that. Oh. That was eighties. <laughs> Where was that? Hang on. De- de- well, well, I don't really know songs that start with drums. Okay, let's move on to the next bit. I haven't got. A, oh, I nearly swore then. Haven't got that. a flipping clue. Don't do a Jordan. Here we go. Boom, boom. This is awful. Okay. That was that was going into a bit of a Mac the Knifey kind of sound. Yeah. Oh, here we go. This is, we're going to get it on this one. Boom, boom, boom. Not a clue. Never heard of it. We're going to mm. jump to the end. Okay, I, I okay. If I'd last I, minute, you figured it out. I, working in a coal mine. Okay, just literally say singing the title. Right, what do we want? Naughties. Yeah, let's do that. Naughties hurdle. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Hurdle um two thousands. Right, here we go. One of the worst songs in <laughs> the world. I once um, was courting, not romantically, but the head of BBC Radio 2. My agent kind of phoned me up and said, Ian, come downstairs from where you are because the head of Radio 2 is here and we're talking about you. It's as if I was ever going to get a gig on Radio 2. And... Um, 
This is one of the worst songs. And she said, well, she was talking, she went, well, do you know it's the 25th anniversary of Top Loaders Dancing in the Moonlight? And we, we kind of have to celebrate it on Radio 2. And I said, you don't. You don't have to celebrate it. You could stop the cycle of Top Loader being played. Being played on, yeah. you, can, you can stop it. Yeah. You're the head of Radio 2. It's people like you that keep this rubbish going. Still making money off it. Still making money off it. And they thats they didn't give me a job on Radio 2 after I told the boss <laughs> of Radio 2 to stop So you were playing. meant to come and schmooze the person. <laughs> <laughs> yes. the opposite. It all starts to make sense now, doesn't it, Joe? Well, we did good on Hurdle today, though. We did good on Hurdle today. Thank you very much, Joe. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening on Jack FM. A slice of radio toast with just a gentle spreading of We Can't Believe It's Not Better. 106 Jack FM.
Ian Lee's Rude. Oh, sorry. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening. 106 Jack FM. If I was an astronaut, I'd be floating in midair. And a broken heart would just belong to someone else down there. I would be the center of my lonely universe. But I'm only human, and I'm crashing down to Earth. Awakening on Jack FM. It's what's known in the trade as a breakfast show, but we traded it for these magic beans.
was good timing. I've got such a dry mouth. I was just sat out there talking to Joe, and I'm realising I'm licking my lips and swallowing. Let, let me have some horrible coffee here. Yeah. I'm sat out there licking my lips um, like some some old geezer. 01865. Five, seven, flipping heck, it's 25 past nine. Where did that go? Oh, one, eight, six, five, five, seven, five, one, oh, six is the telephone number. If you want to give me a call, you're very welcome. I don't know what you'd call about. They're not really, we've, we've talked about sex injuries, nicknames, um, uh, you know, have you, Wright said Fred were doing a protest in Oxford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right said fred oh my god absolute melts the two of them in fact i'm not even going to read that story about right said fred they don't deserve um they don't deserve any mention on this show they don't deserve any mention on this show I'm trying to find something to talk about in the papers we talked about that we talked about that Let's see, what, what 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 didn't we talk about? Oh, dearie me. Having one of those um, weeks where my head is not quite... Oh, here we go. Um, it's another sex story. A naked couple had a romp. Who, who uses the word romp? Who uses the word romp outside of tabloid newspapers? There's nobody. A naked couple had a romp in full view of stars partying at celeb hangout Chilton Firehouse. They romped against a window in the hotel above a door used by singer Dua Lipa. (laughs) They romped above a door used by singer Dua Lipa. Goggle-eyed guests... <clears throat> at the upmarket restaurant and hotel in West London's Marlebone took pictures of the 45-minute sex show on Saturday night. 45 minutes! The Randy couple were seemingly oblivious to their amorous antics having an avid audience. Now, there, there is a picture of it, but it's not it's not exactly what you might think that it's in front of frosted glass you know the glass you get in bathroom uh, windows Come on, why don't you get that in other windows i'd love to have frosted glass all around the house so you can see bodies pressed up against the frosted glass but it's frosted glass luckily there's not a crack in the window A source said it was a busy night and the usual crowd of good-looking, cool people were hanging around the back door, smoking, drinking and chatting as they came and went. Suddenly, someone pointed up at the window above the doorway and a couple were really going for it against the frosted glass. It didn't do much to protect their modesty. They'd left the lights on in the room so it was illuminated for us all to see. Some photographers were there taking pics of the celeb leaving, but they didn't seem to care. They went on for ages in all sorts of different positions. as more and more people gathered below in shock. Chilton Firehouse 
is owned by U.S. businessman Andre Balaz. 65, whose portfolio includes the LA A-list hangout Chateau Marmont. Regulars include Kate Moss, 48, Cara Delevingne, 30, Popstar Rita Ora, 32, and Rock'n'Roll Gallagher, 55. Well, there you go. There's, there's, um... Flippin' heck. That, that Jake Yap, huh? That Jake Yap. I did well up. yesterday, not you did talking well. over him. You did very well. You, did very, you always do very well. <sighs> He's doing this very weird show on 4 Extra at the moment. Have you heard his show 7 o'clock? I haven't on? heard it. It's very weird. Is it? Yes, I like Jake a lot. It's a very weird show. It's very peculiar. He, it, it, now I've, I must have met him briefly. I must have shook. I must have shook hands with him as, uh, or said hello to him. He must have. He must have been doing a show before me. Normally he's cov- he covers me. Obviously here. Yeah. And when I was at Talk Radio, he was my cover occasionally. What's he like? And be honest, because he won't be listening. He's lovely. The weird. fact that he, well, the fact that you said the show's a bit weird kind of makes me think. Well, it suits him. Right, he's weird. Isn't Quite eccentric. He? So you're eccentric. saying Jake Yap is a weirdo? No, I didn't say that. You said that. You you. Okay. He's a hugger as well. Oh, well, he, he he hugs you. He has a couple of times workplace hugged me. Yeah. Mm. And how do you feel about that? Well, it's lovely. Oh. But it's not really my bag usually. Yeah, anything before the butt doesn't count. So it's not usually. <laughs> it's not usually. It's not my bag. It's not your bag. Yeah. Wow. Lovely guy though. He's. I'm, I'm. He is a lovely guy. I think he's very, very talented. I also think this thing he does on Four Extra is so weird. And now I used to be a hugger. I can still be a hugger, and I have to remember that not everyone is a hugger. And the turning point came for me about 15 years ago, and I saw an old producer of mine, a guy called Dom English, who um, I'd worked with on the 11 o'clock show, and I'd always looked up to him. He's only about five years older than me. I'd always looked up to him as a father figure, because that's all I'm looking for in life, Joe, is a, is a father figure. And, um, and I saw him after not seeing him for about four years, and I hugged him. Yeah. And very quickly into that hug, I realised he was not a hugger. Okay. Because his body tensed. Did his, his arms not go round? Arms were down by his side. Oh, no. And I was committed to the did hug. Did you hold it even longer? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I was committed. Just waiting for him to embrace <laughs> you back. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, oh. it was uncomfortable. So, yeah, I, I try and remember not ever... I certainly wouldn't hug a woman... Uh, that you didn't know? That I certainly, if I, I certainly that I didn't know. Okay. Um, I would never hug you. I get the vibe you're not a hugger. And mm. also I think it would be inappropriate. Yeah. Uh, not even, like, I think there's certain scenarios where you can't, you can allow hugs. If you had six weeks to live. Okay. I would. We're going there. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, I was going to just suggest. <laughs> where were you going to well, go? Say you finally got the sack and it was the last time we were probably going to see each other. Oh, I wouldn't hug you then. Oh, okay. No, that's not a hug scenario. That's a. Uh, all right, you know, s- see you around the clubs. Bye. Yeah, around the clubs. <laughs> I don't like everyone. All right, so, so, right, so hang on, I've just got sacked. Yeah. And I'm leaving, and I see you. Yeah. So, all right, Joe, I just got the sack. So, um, I'm not back in. Yeah. So, you know, so thanks for, thanks for everything. It's been nice working with you. Yeah, and I, to be fair, I wouldn't lead on the hug. No. And you probably would. So, it's, yeah, it's probably not going to happen, it's actually. It's not happening, is it? Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't hug. The only person I would hug in this building was Will, and Will, as we know, is, is dead. Um, so <laughs> no, I saw him yesterday. Okay, he died after that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's dead to me. I wouldn't hug anybody else in this building. That's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well that's that sorted. Yeah. That's hugging. Oh one eight six five five seven five one zero six Jack FM. Ian Lee's rude awakening. 
Wake up and smell the cup of tea or something. 106 Jack FM. God, I've just seen the worst story in the world. Oh my God, trigger warnings are plenty. NSFW, guys. Holy. Oh, trigger warning. This this trigger warning. Boy 12 needs keyhole bladder surgery after shoving thermometer up penis. Brother, that was my nickname at school. 
Another day, another story. This is in the Metro about someone getting a foreign object stuck in their penis. Whether it, oh, whether it's USB cables, <laughs> magnetic balls, my nickname at school, or chopsticks. There are countless stories of people needing medical attention after poking around their urethras. For one 12-year-old boy from Chengdu in central China, it was a thermometer that landed him in the emergency room. The Oh my God, there's a picture of it! The unnamed boy inserted the medical device into his penis. I'm not going to read that bit! not reading that bit and suffered excruciating pain for nine hours doctors decided <laughs> doctors decided they had to perform keyhole surgery as they were worried that simply yanking the item out would damage the boy's organs oh my god I can't read that paragraph I can't read that paragraph. Can't read that paragraph. The operation was a success. It goes into a whole thing about why people do this. And it's a thing, apparently. They, uh, the operation was a success, although medics did not say whether the boy had any long-term complications. Dr. Chanji Kei, the report's lead author, blamed a lack of sex education as well as, quote, feelings of curiosity. I'm curious, right? I ain't stupid. Gosh, it's been a real... Um, bodily parts show this morning. We will make sure that tomorrow is completely clean and very, very different. Holy Giacomoli. You know, the only song we could have after that is Smash Mouth, isn't it? Ian Lee's Rude Awakening on Jack FM. If this doesn't wake you up, we can't help you. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on, get paid. And they say it gets colder You're bundled up now, wait till you get older But the media men beg to differ Judging by the hole in the satellite picture The ice we skate is getting pretty thin The water's getting warm so you might as well swim But world's on fire, how about yours? That's the way I like it and I'll never get bored Hey now, you're an all-star Get your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star Get the show on, get paid Shooting stars, 
Lee's rude awakening. Terms and conditions apply. Jack FM can't guarantee it'll be rude at all times or awakening.
This is nearly ten o'clock. Wowzers, we did it. Made another one. Into the arena, first comes Mowgli with the 50 cal. Remember those days? Look at that window. Look at the weather. It's grey and it's wet and it's damp and I flipping love it. Oh, I'm getting a fire going this afternoon. I've got a few clients. have a fire in the background. Don't forget, if you're enjoying this and you want more of me, Thursdays and Fridays I do a show online that you can watch. Two and a half, three hour show. You can watch it online live. You can watch it back. There's also a podcast of it. Don't think there's a podcast of this show anymore. Now that Will's gone, um, I don't think there certainly isn't for now, and I don't think there will be a podcast of this show anymore. It breaks my heart. But if you want a podcast from me, um, if you go to patreon.com slash Ian and Catherine, patreon.com slash I-A-I-N and Catherine with a K for five or a month, right, plus that, Less than the price of two coffees, you can get um, six hours, five and a half, six hours of podcasts from me per week and access to about a thousand hours of shows. Why would you not, why would you not want to do that? Patreon.com slash Ian and Catherine. Man who ate 124 kebabs in month says it hurt him physically and psychologically. Jesus. Ju- people are stupid, right? You know, we allow people like this to vote. This is why we have Brexit. This is why we had Liz Trust. This is why we've got uh, Rishi Sunak. A junk food loving dad. I don't mind a kebab once in a You want chili sauce with that? Yeah, of course I want chili sauce with that. Do you want some salad with it? Of course I want salad. Yes, I want a big chili with it. Yes. But I do that once every six months. I can't remember the last time I had a kebab. A junk food loving dad has eaten 124 kebabs um, in the space of just one month in an epic kebabathon, consuming a staggering quarter of a million calories. Des Breaky, 36, from Manchester, says he's been hurt psychologically and physically after eating four meat wraps every evening. Imagine the state of his backside. He is going to be clogged up. The dad of two even went without a roast Christmas dinner to make space for more of the late night night delicacies. You know what I fancy for dinner? Fancy a roast. Fancy a nice bit of roast lamb, mint sauce, jacket potatoes, Brussels sprouts, Yorkshires. But the engineer who polished off his final donner on New Year's Eve says he feels a huge sense of accomplishment after raising £1,000 for Francis House Children's Hospice with the stunt. Um, £1,000. Hang on a minute. Uh, 124 kebabs. What is the kebab? Two quid? Is the kebab two quid? Fiver? They're a fiver. You'd have been almost better off just spending the money on the charity. Des now plans to retire from extreme eating challenges, but he's already looking forward to his next kebab trip, which he's planning for the weekend. He says, from Manchester, it's very much an accomplishment. Appreciate the support, 
but I'm not doing it again. This is my final dance. I'm now retiring from Manchester. I've enjoyed it, but it's hurt me physically. I feel like crap, you know. I'm not getting any fruit, no vegetables, no nutrition. Couldn't eat anything else. It was a breeze for the first two weeks. But the last two weeks, got it got a bit messy. Not just physically, but psychologically as well. Anyway, he did it. Well done for raising money for a charity, but you're an absolute loon. Um, no repeat work day coming up next. I am back tomorrow at 7. Joe's up next with the news. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening.